Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space Trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to the end of our long national nightmare. It is the final <laughs> VPR episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus, but is it? There's another one next week. <gasps> oh shit, you're right. There is another. She's Sarah Armour. I'm Molly Molshine. And we're joined once again by our illustrious guest, Remy Casimir. Hi, guys. I'm so excited. You know her from acting. You know her from her podcasts. There's more than one. How come? Diet starts tomorrow. You know her from being in the VPR cult. Yes. Remy, tell us about your shirt right now. Okay, wait, you guys. So last night I spent a lot of time in my cult. Is that the VPR bar? Well, I was going to go to the one that I went to last week. I had all my plans to go to that. And then last minute, my friend who I haven't talked to in years, who works as a seat filler for Tamron Hall. Goals. We'll discuss that another time. But she goes, "My, I'm going to the official Bravo watch party. My friend just bailed because the smoke in the sky is like really bad for her. And what she's got asthma or whatever. Do you want to come in her place? I'm like... Fuck it's only yes. It's only six things worth. Sorry. I know I was trying to make a joke about that too. I'm like, oh, we're good. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to compete with how much I smoke. I'm like, you could never. <laughs> Same. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, I am so down. I immediately texted all of my friends who were at the other bar. I was like, this is what's happening. Like, apparently there's cast members there. They're like, We forgive you. We understand. Go, go. <laughs> I <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. It was wild, you guys. I got this sweatshirt. It says, I survived Scandaval. Sir is Oh, my purple. God. Sir. Oh, so that's licensed. This is licensed merch from Bravo. Wow. $60. I've never bought merch before, but I was like so swept up in the frenzy of my cult. Oh, my. Put it in the Smithsonian. Wow. The first person I saw there uh, was Jax. Jax was there with Brittany. Is he hot, IRL? Is he hot? Be honest. Um, I ignored this man. <laughs> so hard like I literally have a picture where I'm going to take a picture with Brittany and he's also there and like he's kind of wondering like am I in this and I'm like no <laughs> um Jax Jax is the only reason why people never realized how horrible Tom Sandoval is because Jax was worse yeah he kind of looks like a hot Roger Klotz factual information that is so fucking funny Molly who's Roger Klotz from Doug. Whoa. That is so funny. Does yes, he? he is Roger Klotz. Yeah. And he's cheated on his wife, current wife, like many times. Anyway, but I, I like Brittany. I think she's, I just feel bad yes. for her. Anyway, anyway, he bartended a little bit for the cameras for everybody. That was amazing. 
um, Good as Gold came on and Sheena popped downstairs and started just singing and performing for us. Um, at one point, the Vanderpump theme song comes on. We see Lala from above singing with us to us. Wow. Unreal. And you had no idea that this was the turn that your night was going to take. I had no idea. And now I- I've become a yes man now. I'm like, say yes to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, get out of your bed, Remy. Not today, though. She says from bed. Yeah. <laughs> Literally <laughs> a board framing her face. Get out of bed later, Remy. There was a step and repeat. And it was like the most accessible step. In, like I took pictures with Sheena. Uh, Brock uh, came over while M- Melissa Stokoski was there too. And her and I were taking some pictures and Brock comes over. And there's this like little barrier between us. And I go, stay far away from us, Brock Davies. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, I know my rules. I know my rules. Like I'm not going to give anyone anything to say about anything. And I was like. Exactly. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. This is why you say yes to life. Yeah. Miracles are everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Miracles are everywhere. So were they playing the reunion with sound at this party? Yeah. So the thing started at like 630. So everybody could do their pictures and like hype up or whatever. Um, and then the show started at 850. They started it um, before everyone else gets to see it. And they showed us the uncensored extended cut so that we would have seen the ending before everybody else wow they trusted you guys well i think this party was like mostly media like i had a lot of friends who were there as like press so people were going to be getting something up immediately yeah and they it's people that respect the embargo yeah but again i was down with the fans like i had to like text my friend and be like come down with like the normal people i want to hug you (laughs) it's like when someone invites you to like marquee for someone's birthday but like you don't know the guy and you're not on the table so you have to stay downstairs yeah Yeah. (laughs) what were were there any parts of it that got a bigger crowd reaction or a smaller crowd reaction than you thought they would great cue um fantastic question and Here's where I'm going to get really honest about this watch party. Please. The beginning, amazing. The meet and greet, I love it. I should have left and went to watch at either home or at East Point or whatever because it was too loud the whole time. Like Mm. people were just screaming the whole time and because cast members were there. Like, you know the part where uh, Raquel and she's like disrobing. My friend called it. She was getting out of drag. (laughs) Um and they're like laughing together. Like I didn't hear any of that dialogue because they had mentioned Sheena. And so the whole crowd just started going Sheena, Sheena until Sheena came out. And then Sheena started vlogging it and stuff. And so everyone just yelled even louder. Like, so I had to go home and watch it again. Like I was so flustered and migrained. Mm-hmm. Literally, I, I got a migraine from how loud it was. And by the time I got home, I was like, there was no twist. Then I woke up refreshed this morning and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was massively. Yeah, I have to say, I, I thought that this episode and I, I thought I was going to be in the minority, but now just having gone through my day, having spoken to other humans, I'm realizing that I think we all, a lot of us agree, this episode was poorly done. You th- Okay. Ex- extrapolate. The five minute thing at the end. It, it, Which they did last episode, too. Yeah. First things first, Andy was asleep at the wheel. He was not 
controlling the interview. Like as a mm. journalist, you need to control your interview. If people are screaming, if people are talking over you, if people are guiding it to where they want to go, it you're failing. Like it, it was way too much Lala screaming. It was way too much just people yelling at at Raquel and Tom when what I think we all really wanted to see is like we wanted more details about the actual affair. We want which granted they yeah. were lying and he couldn't have gotten yeah. them not to lie, but he could have pressed them on things and asked them more questions. We could have seen them squirm a little bit. But in what in what setting would that have happened? Because Ariana was not down to record with Raquel alone. She was not down to record with Raquel and no, Tom he alone. Have, and you know he what I mean? Like questions. He should have been saying, "No, no, no." The whole in the one on one, you're saying like. Why did we get oh. twice as much okay. Sheena as Ariana on stage? Sheena is not a player in this. Like, I want to understand. Wait, you mean Ariana or Raquel? No, Sheena. Like Sheena, you think got more time time than Ariana? Not in this episode. In the whole reunion, like Raquel doesn't come on until this last part, and it's like Raquel is the linchpin of the scandal. We should have been asking her questions the whole time like yeah. i wanted to understand the psychology of this woman i want to understand why she did this how she justified it to herself she finally in the end so i think what happened was they knew that that the reunion was completely off the rails and was not delivering what it was supposed to deliver and then when she sat down you can tell that it wasn't even planned that she was going to give them all this shit but who called the last episode me you were right you said somehow some way she's going to reveal the real timeline i said someone's going to get really close to her yeah yeah and reveal the timeline and i think that's what's going to be in uh, the secrets revealed too that's the next one exactly yeah um, and I forgot they do Secrets Revealed every season. Yeah. Oh, of course. It's always like they drag it out, like unaired footage or something like that. Like there's always like some stuff. It's the same thing as like you put the shit that you don't post on Patreon. Like everybody does this shit. Right. This one's going to be more important because it's going to be more of that interview. That one on one. It'll be the actual truth. Yeah. It's just it just felt really thrown together because even in this part, first of all, she's wearing the same outfit she's been wearing the same season for her confessionals. Like they're because they're shooting pickups or whatever. I know. I wondered that because nobody else wore the same outfits. And I'm not sure if Bravo was like wear a different outfit to show a different time. Yeah, or like, she went rogue for this. Like, or what if they went rogue with her? But why would they tell her to wear the same outfit for editing? Like she she showed up to do more confessional interviews. It was just going to be more of them being like, "What did you think when this person said this in this episode?" Mm. You know what I mean? Just to flesh out the scenes. Yeah. And then she is sitting there and she's like, "I just I hate it being deceitful, and now I want to be honest." So she kind of fucked up the production side of it yeah and the producer that was sitting with her did a really good job pressing her that person i know I was everyone's like, like they deserve a raise yes they deserve a raise and they should host the next reunion because they were actually being like mm -hmm. wolver kell you just said you hate lying but you're lying and like are you sure you didn't go to st louis because here's a photo of you in st louis you dodo like they were actually yeah. doing a good job of pressing her and getting stuff out of her and it's like okay so the last literally the last five minutes it's that was just when it started to get good, where we started to kind of like scratch the surface and figure out what actually is going on. It like drove me. Yeah. I was like, how, why did they do this? It's, it's so, it, it just, it, it didn't deliver. It didn't deliver because it was ass backwards. I don't know. Right. I think that's why it didn't hit as hard. And 
but and when I woke up this morning, I was like, okay, there was a twist. Like, even though, like, it didn't feel like a twist because we already knew this information and, like, we already know that they're liars. So we were, like, just taking nothing they said at face value. And, like, like I don't care how many times he says, we just cussed. We were just friends. It didn't happen for a long time. Like, we know he was lying. We didn't realize that Raquel would be the one to betray him. And I think that's, that's the twist. It's, like, six days after the reunion. Like it was, it's not like she recorded it before. It's like something at the reunion or after the reunion. Like maybe it's like her finding out that Tom and Ariana were sleeping together, mm-hmm. like, or her hearing everybody else's perspective. Something made her go, I- I'm going to talk about this. Why am I caping for this man? Yeah. This is all really ancient history. It's crazy. Like they they've got to on these reality shows, start tightening the timeline. I'm sure they're doing it as much as they can, but it's a problem for every show that gets big. Right. Right. Um, Love Island is the only show. Are you familiar? I've never watched. I do. Love Island. They are editing this show in real time. They are living in a house. Episodes come out every single day, basically, except like Sundays. And they still, of course, have the ability to make a narrative because they're filming people for 24 hours and whittling it down. But it's like I call it Honesty Island because you can't make too much of a narrative because it's happening in real time. Yeah. And they aren't allowed to talk about the news. And most of them are too dumb to even talk about anything besides what's literally happening in front of their faces. So it works. Is England a country or a county? Yeah. What's Brexit? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just to piggyback off what you were saying, I think that's also why it feels a little stale. Like, I'm like, I don't need to watch any of this stuff. I want to know what's happening now. Like, I want to know when Tom saw Raquel do that interview, you know, whether whether it was last week or this week, like, if she told him eventually like hey i said a bunch of shit or if they had already broken up like did he ghost her and then that's why she said all that shit is like why right yeah they did no like reconnaissance on why she changed her mind they didn't follow up with anyone like it just seemed like she dropped a gift in their laps she dropped the production team a gift that they had no idea where it was it was coming or she wouldn't have had that stupid shirt on so they would have had a new outfit they would have gotten andy in they would have had andy sit down with her to do all this stuff but like she dropped a gift in their laps and they just said fuck we'll just slap it on the end it's it just it blows my mind maybe next week they'll do more okay so you were saying about the editing too that it was like oh we just put it on the end like first of all they literally did that with last episode so like i hate that they have the same exact format and also my favorite thing about bravo editing is when somebody is lying in real time they show evidence of the lie like they should have started it with her revealing all the secrets yes, and then went back in to him lying at the reunion and then jumping back and forth. Yes. Those are always the best. That would have been so good. And I don't, th- cause secrets revealed Sarah, what they're doing next week is usually 
old footage that didn't have a place in the season like oh like bloopers kind of like just storylines that were already too dumb for this already dumb show to <laughs> yes so like uh, yes they're not gonna go deeper next week like they're they're re- okay so we don't actually have to i, I just want to hear from raquel again that's all right we're not going to i mean they've dropped the ball they dropped the ball on this this is the biggest pop culture story in america and i'm sorry i just i just think they fumbled it i just think bravo fumbled it and it makes me sad because i want I, I want Bravo to Bravo. They're still succeeding, but like we just could have gotten so they much served more. us goat cheese balls, so I love them. What? <laughs> I said they served us goat cheese balls last night. So Hell that's yeah. great. I love them. I need to get on the Hey You press list for sure when I like over here because Hey You is oh my God, yeah. all the Bravo stuff. Or just become a yes man. Oh. Some friend will invite you. Remy said getting miracles left and right now. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, let's start at the beginning. Yes. They talk about the girls' trip. And shout out Sandy Smith because that's when she alerted us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Raquel, just like to kind of see the cogs turning in her mind, but also not even turning at all, is so eerie and strange. Because, first, like they talk about how she said to Lala, good thing you don't have a man. And it's like, Girl, that was a good comeback. Like, that was a good quip. You did it. You did it. It was your first time having a good quip on the show. Don't. And instead of being like, yeah, it's true. She was like, I was so drunk. And it's like, what? No, you weren't. She seemed drunk You weren't even like slurring your words or anything. But so then she goes into this thing of she, she tries to do some sort of narrative that someone has given her. I had a personality shift over this summer that I stopped trying to please everyone else. And I decided to stop being a people pleaser and to only act for myself. What did you guys make of that? What do you think of this? I I hated the fact that there was like a double entendre of her being like, then I decided to only please myself. And then I was waiting for somebody to be like, please him. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. She Um, was actually saying there was like, I'm actually officially cast on the show. So now I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Like she started as like puppy party side character. And then she officially was cast on the show. She got her hair chopped off. And all of a sudden, because she was an actual castmate, I think she started to, when she says, I'm going to stop pleasing other people. What she was actually saying is like, I'm going to stop trying to earn my spot on the show. I don't know if it's that or if it like, she. I think she genuinely is having an identity crisis. Yes. And like this was a big part of it that also just made me feel uneasy is I do feel bad for her like watching her have these realizations um, that like he has been lying to her this whole time like the fact that she didn't think that that was even a possibility um, the fact that she genuinely like I think does do things for the story because she thinks everybody else is too. Like, I think she's not really connected in her, to her own life. I know. And I think she knows that now the difference between Tom's like half taking accountability for it, like, and just being like, but well, also like she kind of only well also once. And again, it felt like talking points that he had fed her, you know, he's like, like, I've never heard Raquel say the phrase, James and Lala can't talk. They can't talk because they fucked. And she's not as good at it. That doesn't sound like her. Right. It's just like, well, you guys did the same thing to me. You know, like that's something that would have come out more. It was giving 
script. It was giving script. It was giving table read. And she and she revealed that too at the end. That was also the twist that she's like, yeah, we have been talking about this. And there are things that he said he wanted to um, get straight. Quote unquote, get straight. And his version of getting straight, getting straight means telling the truth. No, it's this one that we needed to get right. So as to not make us look like horrible people you know like a lot of what she was saying you could you like whenever she was talking about I don't want to be a bad person I don't want blah blah what you just needed to add on the end of every sentence was in the eyes of the show's viewers exactly Molly the only thing she cares about is what people think about her I just think also like I, I think this whole I think we need to be people pleasers because we live in a society. Like, I think you kind capitalism. of capitalism, not even capitalism, but just like manners and like not being a dick, not fucking your friend's boyfriend. That's not people pleaser. That's just like moral or like, like a code, like cares. I was going to say yeah, like the only time I've ever heard someone I'm talking specifically about an ex-boyfriend, like, Excellent. like talking about. Oh yeah, I've realized I'm a big people pleaser and I need to stop that. And I was just like, mm. no, you're feeding your own ego. Yeah, like no, you actually should do nice things for the pe- people that matter to you. It's not like, oh my god, I really need to share my penis with everybody yeah. because I'm so giving. Right. I'm not going <laughs> to fuck Ariana's boyfriend because I want to please her because I'm such a good friend. Yeah, like it makes sense to not want to be a doormat, but like also you don't want to be an asshole. Yeah, like the the context of what Raquel is saying, she's like, I decided that I was just going to be out for me, and it's like, okay, and then you <laughs> fucked your friend's boyfriend. Like you're a sociopath. But that's something again that did not come from her head. That came from Tom being like, Raquel, you need to be out for you. Don't even <laughs> care about James, what your ex thinks. Don't even care about the girls. Like this is about you and your storyline and if I may bring it back to my theory I think this is why she's so she feels so betrayed by Tom because she's like you said this would go off without a hitch and that I would be well liked and that I could keep all my friends and that everything would be okay and it is so fucking not okay right now he's so dumb and might never be okay he for me. He is not a good producer. He is not like he doesn't understand Stay yeah, in like your he lane. Know who people are rooting for or why? He has no idea. Like that mm-hmm. kind of makes him a good reality star because he's literally just out there on selfish autopilot. So he's doing crazy shit. But like, if he, the minute now that he's trying to kind of like guide the story, it's just you're just like, dude, you have absolutely no idea what real people think about any situation. Well, here's the thing: is he very much understands patriarchy. And he does understand that people like hot younger women and that, like I said last week, we would have eventually accepted this if it didn't come out in such a fucking nightmarish way. Like he has done this before, but like, yeah, like he doesn't understand that we've learned since then. The next wild moment was the clip of Ariana and Raquel talking about, uh, the fact that Ariana and Tom don't want to get intimate anymore. And Mm -hmm. that was... Oh, that, like, broke my heart. I just wanted them to go harder on Raquel and be like, literally, what were you thinking while you were sitting here having this conversation with her? Like, are you thinking, oh, my God, 
I've had sex with her boyfriend. Like, but instead it just turned into everyone yelling at her. And uh, LVP finally decided to clock in. Like, he <laughs> literally is just... She just lets the guys get away with everything. And I then know. she was like, I've never seen anything like that before. I'm like, girl, you were friends with Brandy Glanville for five years. Yeah. No, the thing that LVP is most mad at or like disgusted by is the fact that like Raquel could hook up with Sandoval and Schwartz. Like she wasn't like mad about the entire affair until she was like, and kissing him while having sex with him. It's it's morose or like whatever the word she used was i was like this is where you started getting like i'm pretty sure they've had a full-on threesome like what are you talking about also that was a twist too that raquel revealed that she was like oh yeah i asked tom if if i could be a third now that was the first time i started to think i understand this girl because i was like okay she's an alien from outer space she is an alien she doesn't know she doesn't understand she's like no well i like having sex with him and she likes having sex with him so why don't we all just do like i sleep at their house a lot and right yeah i could move in but what i need to know now sarah is where is aquarius in her chart is sir venus in aquarius let's find out because this felt very aquarian to me to just be like why don't we all be a thruple? It is definitely very Aquarian. I mean, it's funny that you bring that up. The thing that I was going to say from an astrological perspective is that like after seeing her confessional at the end, I saw much more of her Sag moon because it was like, oh, how did this happen? It wasn't just like a, a one-off thing. It was the naughtiest fucking thing that has ever happened in her life by far. She's been bored. She's been dead inside. All of a sudden, she's on the trip in Mexico, and the, and they're having regular sex there, and, it, and she's keeping it a secret this whole time. I thought uh-huh. that, and I'll pull up her chart right now, but I thought that was, it's like she was caught up in the bigness of this story and didn't think ahead, but I understood even if it's fucked up, I understand where she was like, this is so bad. I think she thinks she's the main character. She's the hero in her own movie. And I think like Remy's theory holds that Sandoval was backing this idea up for her. They said it in the thing like, oh, Raquel's finally going to, she thought she was finally going to win a pageant. Like this, I really think that that's like, she was, <laughs> she's, she is primed to be in competition with other women, not only because of her past in pageants, but also because of whatever personality disorder she has. Like she just, mm-hmm. this was, mm-hmm. she, she still doesn't understand that Ariana is sad that her boyfriend cheated on her. <laughs> that is still, she still doesn't get it. That's what the thruple thing made me think. I was like, oh, she literally doesn't get loyalty fidelity like she doesn't understand like she's poly i guess but she but you don't you don't become poly by sneaking around it's completely different thing but like her core i mean she's a poly she's she is not a monogamous person who has that thought who would have that thought not oh i want to date this guy i hope he breaks up with his girlfriend no it has to be like a bit more instead let's join a commune that's fucking crazy like (laughs) so different yeah oh or damage control to be like actually i would date her too in her weird way yeah it could just be damage control well do you do you think that she genuinely had the thought or is this her trying to be like i love ariana 
like well i think because they brought up the um lala ariana sex scene so often i kind of thought she got like well like we're all by <laughs> everyone's by mm-hmm. isn't everyone by and that's that's something that only closeted by people say and if <laughs> <laughs> no literally when i came out i was like i'm bi i had a bunch of my friends going well isn't everyone bi and i'd go you might be then come out <laughs> um yeah i don't know i i also think re that maybe she just thinks it's it sounds cool or that it would justify it or that it would justify it like if we're all doing this together yeah or maybe she doesn't understand other people's emotions too like i think she correlates the fact that she was able to have a five-year relationship with james that she did not love him in with oh everybody else must be able to do this and must be doing this like yeah well that that clip came out with sheena where she's talking about i think it was an interview with variety or or the hollywood reporter where Sheena is in a confessional on her own, just as part of a feature for for whatever magazine it was. And she's saying, you know, like, I overheard her dad say at a party that Raquel and James are just playing house. And like, it's for the TV show. And once she gets on the TV show, like this will end. So it's like, it's true that she was making Wait, moves Sheena for the heard show, that when at a barbecue or something at some kind of party, it just came out yesterday or today. This, this interview just dropped but like i also would really I, I mean i think they're all doing things with they're all making relationship choices with the show in the back of their mind so it's yeah. not really that big of a smoking gun but like yeah she she definitely i don't know yeah the thruple thing no matter what motivated it it was it was a truly intergalactic psycho thing to say can you tell me the aquarius none what you know the diabolical conversation? Yes. I had to Google the meaning of diabolical they were using it so much. Amazing. Wow. you It's such a good one. Uh, and it's, it's on the nose. But I think that conversation where she asks Ariana, like, okay, wait, so do you even like him? Like, are you guys having se- – you know, on the one hand, I'm like, yes, it was manipulative. But on the other, I'm like, I think this was – Raquel finally being like I think I need to ask Ariana her opinion because this entire time I've been hearing Sandoval's side and like Ariana has been lovely to her this entire time um yeah for I don't don't know if I believe the bestie thing but I think I think that she she definitely took her under her wing and stuff and so I do think Raquel like has love for Ariana and stuff and I think didn't have an issue in her relationship with Ariana, obviously. And that's why she was like, oh, yeah, we'll be able to recover from this. But then she was like, but because Ariana is treating Tom poorly, allegedly, I'm able to have this relationship with him, but also still keep a relationship with her because she hasn't done anything to me. Well, she's like, like convinced herself that something is not right there. So like this isn't that bad because like I'm there for them both. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's convinced herself that their love and lust is so all powerful that it cancels out anything Ariana is feeling. Mm. Like, I I think she just literally does not have the capacity to even think that Ariana would be hurt by this because she doesn't understand other people. Lala had no fucking leg to stand on for this whole thing. Can you imagine having sex with someone's boyfriend and then yelling at her for having sex with someone else's boyfriend a year later or whatever, however many years later it was like, please, 
I was like, Lala is funny and she's fun to watch, but she she lost me on this because it, it was just like, girl, shut up. You literally just hooked up with a married man and his relationship broke up. Like, she yes, he was lied. telling yeah. you that he wasn't <clears throat> married or whatever, but still, like, you did it. And you also hooked up with Raquel's ex-fiance while they were together. Like, you have to have such balls to get up there and yell at this at at her mm-hmm. and also it, even before scandal broke i felt that that was very that lala was very cold the way that she gave that information to raquel it was just like oh yeah this happened and also get over it like i was like ah, that feels a little hurtful yeah lala also sucks like she also sucks but i thought when raquel said lala liked the attention from james and because i was around she wasn't getting as much i was like yeah girl mm. You're right. I think it's true. And then Lala said, you need to get mentally evaluated. And Raquel's incredible yeah. comeback was, well, I am. <laughs> Update. <laughs> I was like, I am being psyche evaluated. He's like, don't worry. I'll have a DSM-5 diagnosis any day now. Like, oh. on secrets revealed. What is, di- what is Raquel's That's what diagnosis? I'm wondering, too, is like, is she getting diagnosed because she genuinely is like, in this like spiral of who am I or is she doing it to like get out of her actions? She's doing it because it's the beginning of her Saturn return. It is because it's the beginning of her Saturn return actually and her Saturn is opposite her son so like it really is an identity crisis. Yeah I mean okay. I think she is in an identity crisis for real for real even after Yeah yeah I, I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think anything is going to help her grow empathy. Like, she, it's just, it doesn't even matter what they say. They could say you are a textbook sociopath and it's like, okay, case closed. Like, you can't fix that. You know what I mean? Like, even if she does get any. Well, what do you do if you're a sociopath? I thought that Nothing. so many times. Like, I thought that so many times. Like, what do we do with them? Or what do they do with themselves? I know the answer to this question. There are people who get diagnosed as sociopaths and they... They understand intellectually that they are capable of doing really bad things and they make sure not to. And they, you can find like Google, I am a diagnosed sociopath. Actually, I've gone really far down the YouTube, the YouTube sphere. I've watched a lot of those videos. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of like personal essays. There's people on TikTok that talk about it. There's like subreddits devoted to it. So there is no cure for it. If you're a sociopath, you just like really the only thing that you can do is try to be like, hey, it would be great if you don't use this for evil. And then they are, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of up to them. Tall order, but okay. You can't, you can't therapize that. And narcissists too, right? Like you can't heal narcissism. You just have to be like, okay, I guess I'll not use this for evil. Right. And like narcissists, (laughs) they can really, they can really like manipulate a therapist. And like a sociopath could too. But like, I have a question. What? Okay, so they're missing like an empathy chip, but like, are they experiencing emotions? Because of course, right? Like, if you're a sociopath, I have an answer to that. You're gonna really enjoy. Excellent. I okay. love when she goes. I have an answer to that. <laughs> I could like run on. A, I could do the question for the next half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so narcissists, narcissists do feel. That's the difference between narcissists and sociopath. Like a narcissist would feel. They can feel anger. They can feel pain at rejection. 
they feel humiliation if they're not being worshipped the way they want. But a sociopath really doesn't feel anything. They don't feel anything. They get a little bit of a thrill from controlling people and having dominion over people and, and getting one over on someone. Mm. But they don't have genuine emotions. In that way, it must be easier actually for a sociopath to control themselves versus a narcissist who's like getting off on what they're doing more than someone who's not really just feeling anything. Yeah, I could see that. That mean, yeah, because there aren't any like from an ex narcissist perspective. YouTube's there's a ton of true stories from a. Yes, there are. Oh, not an not an ex, not an ex, but yeah, uh, there are a lot of guys on my TikTok that are like, "Hey, I'm a narcissist, and this is what I think about." Yeah, I think I it's because I look into it about. Okay, good. Like I've I've literally been in therapy before, (laughs) and gone. Well, you know what? I feel like a sociopath right now because I'm I'm saying all the right things and you're believing me and I don't think this is effective right now. Yeah, sociopaths are good at that. Because I'm a sociopath. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, the thing is, and I tell Sarah this, I tell Sarah this all the time to talk her down when she, th- when she's diagnosing herself with personality disorders. Like we all have, because I had to look this up too, because I thought I had histrionic personality disorder. It scares me. We all have traits of personality disorders. Everyone does. Uh-huh. We all have different, it's like a spectrum. It only becomes a disorder. It only becomes like diagnosable and a problem like pathological pathological yeah it is negatively affecting your life so if you're sitting there and you're at therapy and you're like i know that i could be more truthful right now you're you still have a conscience about it you know what you're doing and you're like i don't think i should do this anymore but if you were like doing that pathologically like over and over and over again lying to the therapist and getting something out of it and something else in your life is falling apart as part like that's when it becomes okay so you're saying it's similar to like addiction basically it's like when is it an addiction versus just like a, a recreational hobby it's like well when it's when you're addicted to something that it's also ruining your life yeah okay but here's the thing I guess. so there could be a lot of sociopaths though and you guys, none of us are doctors, FYI. Believe it or not, listeners. But there are a lot of sociopaths running around. Look, I Google a lot of yeah. stuff. No, but <laughs> I think like the way that you were saying before, when you find out you're a sociopath, all you have to do is say, okay, I recognize that and I won't use it for evil. Not today, Satan. What if there are sociopaths that have already done that with themselves and they just like never got diagnosed as sociopath, but they made the decision like, okay, I'm just not going to be evil. You're doing a great job, Rem. (laughs) (laughs) We see you before you Raquel us. We see you. We hear you. You're doing a great job. You are enough. You are main character energy. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, hypothetically. It, what if hypothetically I murdered someone? What if somebody has never had an emotion? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I feel guilt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do we think Raquel is a sociopath? I don't really. I just think she honestly is like so dumb. Well, let me say this. What I was trying to say about like for the difference between Sag. So Sagittarius energy when I say like righteous, it doesn't necessarily mean like the right thing to do. What I mean is that it's, it feels so like when you're talking about like the overwhelming lust that she thought was present between her and Sandy, 
that is very Sag moon. Like, whoa, I'm wrapped up in the passion. Mm-hmm. But Sagittarius can be selfish. Sagittarius is very much like I'm on my solo adventure. Remy, you're a Sag rising. Like Sagittarians are on there. Yeah, oh. I believe. Okay. I'll double check. But I'm pretty okay. sure. I, I like have like a Doogie Hauser memory for everybody's charts. It's so okay, weird. Okay. <laughs> I'm a savant for remembering everybody's person. I'm not a, I'm not a sociopath, but I'm definitely like a creep. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, but manipulative. No, not even, I don't even use it for anything. I just, I just like to know everybody's everything. And I just remember. Yeah. I just have a good memory. I, that's why I did theater. Yeah. You're just smart. That's how I am with spelling. Right. Yeah. You just like remember how to spell words. I can like, I just know how to do I it. can like do everybody's charts or songs I've never heard before. I have lyrics too. So like, I don't know. I'm an ancient. What can I tell you? But so, so, okay. Sagittarius. Cause my sister's a Sagittarius and she sometimes is on her own mission and me and my mom are like, hmm. for sure. Oh, and, and well, Casey's interesting too because she's a sad Gemini so she's gonna always come around with like the other side of the story so that you guys like if you feel lonely now you also don't so she's gonna cover both bases of like I am with you like fam slash like where is where is Casey like so that's an interesting balance but yeah so Sagittarius is like like again opposites Gemini is like together we're the twins there's two of us Sagittarius is like me I'm going on an adventure and I'm doing eat, pray, love or whatever. Now, Lala and Raquel are both Virgo sons. Raquel has a Sagittarius moon inside looking for passion. Lala has an Aquarius moon looking for socio. And she's cold. Like when you're going like she just seems so cold. She is. Yeah. And Raquel's actually not cold. Raquel might have been turning off her empathy, but Raquel, I do think she went with the affair because she was like, finally. Yeah. Also, like, was in a fake relationship before. The way that Raquel, I think that's a little cold. It's cold in a different way. Well, selfish. I, yeah. I think that's why, like, seeing how she was, the way she was while she was on the stage with all of them was like that monologue in Jaws when he's like dead behind the eyes, like a shark. Oh my god, lol. <laughs> black like a doll's eyes whatever he said I don't remember <laughs> but like that's how she was on stage and then when she is off stage with Tom you see her emote and I don't think it's right. fake and when she is in the confessional with the other producer the real fucking Leonard Bernstein no not him not Leonard Bernstein Whoa, Leonard who's Bernstein. the Watergate guys oh Carl Bernstein <laughs> Carl Bern- yeah well, who's Leonard Bernstein? He's a- We're breaking into the DNC. He's a musician. Leonard Bernstein's a music guy, but he's also a doctor that uh, lasered my my uh, sideburns. That was Dr. Bernstein. <laughs> Dr. Leonard Bernstein, yes. <laughs> Carl Bernstein, the one who was like a journalist who was really good. At- Carl at- Bernstein is on my softball team. What? Yeah. Is he good? No, he bats and then we run for him. Oh, he needs a pinch runner. Is he related to Leonard Bernstein, Dr. Bernstein? Carl Bernstein, Watergate, Deep Throat, the Pentagon Papers. That guy, that guy's on my, that guy's on my softball team, Carl. Wow, it's a co-ed multi, what is he, 80? Yeah, it's a charity game. It happens once a year. Okay. I'm going like Remy, like, wow, like you're we could like set you up with people your own age if you, you don't have to do your dad, you don't have to only be with your dad's friends. Like, come on. Carl. Okay. Anyway, the the way That's that hilarious. she only emoted when she was one on one with Sandoval or one on one with the producer that was asking her all the questions. I that made me think that her affectlessness when she's in the group, it kind of it's masking. It felt like masking and like a trauma response. Like 
she mm. like it, it felt like she wasn't letting herself go to those emotions and like yeah. that's that's not to say that she is right or wrong for being that way it's just an observation like I it just it kind of made me be like okay so she does emote you know what I mean well first of all she also like remember this I just want to say we don't have their we don't have her birth time she could very well be an Aquarius rising or have Aquarius in a place like in a place that would make sense so that's Let's just call, for the record where's the facility we'll call them they'll know you want to call her hospital yeah her birth sign time. secrets revealed here's Raquel's birth time everyone <laughs> exactly. we found it but I agree with you on that and I well I think there, there's a moment where it's like basically she prepared herself like suit of armored up for the the reunion so you know Ariana's like you are nothing you are going to fuck yourself with the cheese grater after this. I love you that. deserve. I thought that was a. I wrote it right down. I thought, wow, that is a real could use that. That's really dark. A lot but, of people um, thought she went too far. And I was like, no, this is what she's just expressing herself. This is what we came for. I came for the righteous indignation of the woman scorned as someone who has been cheated on and never got the chance to tell the other person to fuck themselves with a cheese grater like th- this is what i said yeah, i thought she for. was just getting it out i wanted I thought to she see was that. just getting it out it and i thought that was healthy in a way cathartic for her. but Ra- raquel is like you're right you're right i am you're right and then like at one point she steps away which probably would have been when she would have just broken down and cried but instead she was like no we talked about this the moment mm-hmm. that i actually started to like raquel there was one moment that changed everything for me remy this is for you because we know you missed it mm-hmm. when she and Sandoval were talking between or like, I guess it was after the reunion. Or maybe it was like a when she went to undress, basically, yeah. they're in the dressing room and they're talking about what just happened. And Raquel's like, or and Tom's like, how about when James said that, like, Allie was your upgrade? And Raquel laughed and goes, she's right. At, he's right at this point. And they both start laughing. And I was like, oh, she is normal. Like, I kind of like that. I loved that. I was like, yeah, she can joke about this. And with them, when we get that combined with but that's like the first the first hint of self-awareness yeah 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 first thing we've seen this whole time of self-awareness sense of humor self-deprecating like every other time she's like oh i I guess this is my karma and it's like no you don't understand like your karma is going to be so much worse than just one girl no but actually it's not for the record this is also ariana's karma Ariana is the luckiest it's girl in America. Yeah, no, yeah, but she also did do like she stole like Tom was in a relationship when they hooked up. I know. So Sarah. I've been thinking about how like Kristen thanked Ariana for taking Tom from her. Boom. Exactly. You know, and and they were like our boyfriend or like our ex boyfriend. You or wouldn't whatever. pay me a hundred dollars to stand with another woman and say our boyfriend. I don't, you just could you could not <laughs> you couldn't. Oh, this is so funny I'm okay because I'm literally talking to one of my exes, other exes right now because of Scandaval. We've never DM'd before, but she's been oh all my over God. my stories, and we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just have wow. a, that's funny. Oh, yeah. I just have a thing about a man mentally knowing that he had two women at once that just, I, I just like, I wouldn't say it on TV because I would be like, if he sees that he's going to be like, yeah, they are both mine. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm like, it's, I want to get one over on the guy. And but be like, she no. was thanking him for being like, you rescued get him off my hands. And even Lala said it to Ariana. She's like, these two saved you, you yeah. know? And honestly, they're and not really, even being it, mean when they're like, they're going to do it to you too, Raquel. It's like, yeah, literally make note. Th- no, they're and telling her. Happens, 
Yeah. You can call somebody else. You can tell someone else to go fuck themselves with a cheese. Yeah. 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 Um, I want to read this screenshot that I sent to you, Sarah, that I know you didn't read, but exact. No, I did. That's what I'm referring to with the karma. Oh, you are. Okay. So this screenshot, she does listen. I know. This is your shit, bitch. What a guy. It is my shit. It's always my, my hands shit. are clean. My hands are clean. It's always my shit. Okay. So this screenshot from, I don't know what season it is. Um, she says, Tom is doing a favor with you. She's, this is Ariana Who? saying to what's her face. Duty. Kristen. Sorry, but I'm Duty. S- sorry, but I'm Duty. smarter than you. I'm cooler than you. I'm prettier than you get the fuck over it. Uh huh. She said that. To we Kristen. Like, while she was know. stealing her boyfriend. While she was stealing her we boyfriend. Know. And she has merch of it now. And they're friends. <laughs> yeah. It's not cool. It's not cool. She's not cool. I don't like that. I think I think Ariana might be a pick me in recovery too. Ariana. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Virgo like, Moon. You're right. We see each other. And it's unfortunate because everybody needs to be in recovery together. But we're all hurting each other. Wait, before doing what, it can you just rephrase that just like all the girls that have been steeped in patriarchy and it makes you have internalized misogyny and all that stuff and you become a pick me like we all need to be coming together to unlearn that stuff you know you can only unlearn that by from other women and other people who are going through it and like mobilizing together and becoming friends but instead, like, it's easier to just continue the pick me and then you end up hurting and excluding the people that could help you. Yeah, but we, you, you do still need to be allowed to go tell the girl that fucked your boyfriend to go fuck herself with a cheese grater. For sure. It's important for recovery as well, I would say. For sure. But I, I don't know. I just, like, I'm being contrarian because I'm just seeing how everyone is like loving, loving, loving Raquel or Ariana and shitting on Raquel so much. And it just starts, it does start to make me feel bad for Raquel. And it does start to but make me- But I don't me... think that's true. I I see, I always see that, that like is like the top comment. Like no one ever talks about the fact that Ariana did this too. It's like, yes, we do. I know. We did. A lot of us do. And that comment is always there along with 600 other comments just like it. Like- a lot of people do see the nuance in it. Yeah. Ariana sees the nuance in it, you know, but like everyone in involved has been like, it is a different situation. There was no funeral of anyone's grandmother. And then Ariana came over and fucked Tom in Kirsten's house. Right. Yeah, that is, that's disgusting. A different level. Yeah. And there was no girl's trip where Ariana had to leave because her dog died and then, or Kristen, where, and then, yeah, Kristen had to leave because her dog died. And then Ariana goes home and fucks Sandoval while Kristen's more like it's, there's more. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. So she says she, so she did that little speech where she was like, it was detrimental to all our relationships, but she still never mm-hmm. manages to single out, uh, Ariana and say sorry to her. She says a million times, like there are some people that yeah, she I did. Need- no, she did. No, yeah. she did. She's like, Ariana, I yeah. am so okay, sorry. Okay, you okay, were okay, such okay. a good friend to me. Um, she said yeah, all yeah, the stuff. Yeah. No, we literally, the internet wrote her the talking points. Yeah. Somebody put it together. Like, I think that's why she came. Yeah. I think the internet is why she came back six days later and confessed because she was like, 
Boom. That plus I have an alternative theory that I want to throw out there. What's the other theory? I think the reason that she came back six days later is because there was that moment towards the end where Andy is like, you were in love. She says, yeah. Are you currently in love? She says, yeah. Then he says, Sandoval, are you in love? And he's like, "Uh." (laughs) literally looks like he's squeezing out a blue cheese turd. Computing harder than Mistress Bimbo vibes. So painful. It was like, how will the audience feel if I love her? How will they feel if I don't? What's worth it? What's our narrative? What have we gotten across at this point? What do they already know about? It's like, we know everything, you fucking idiot. Just say how you feel. I have no friends. You at least have one friend because you're in business with somebody. You at least have Lisa because you're in business with her. I have nobody and you don't even love me. You've made all of these character choices, Tom. Then the answer has to be, even if you're lying, absolutely I love her. This was so worth it, even just for the next six weeks. But no, I think for six days, she was thinking about that. Like, wait a second. Literally. He doesn't even love me. This is going to happen to me way sooner than 10 years from now. I think he's already dating someone. Like, I think that was the moment where she was really recognizing that she has been part of his cycle. She's been very manipulated. Very manipulated. Yeah, she's been used. She's been used. He literally, like, I'm so happy that from a very young age, probably, like, toxically young age, my mom was like, men only want one thing from you. You have to understand that. Like, literally, they will say whatever they can think of to get in your pants. And Mm. you can't believe the fucking thing they say. Every time that Raquel and Tom hung out, she was like, I just feel such a connection with you. I just feel like I can tell you anything. And he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, like, has sex. So she, like, I feel this is why part of why I feel bad for her because it's, you can tell it was one-sided. Like, she does think this was some sort of great love story that was going to yeah. conquer all. Also, she's been watching him on TV like he's been up on a pedestal right. and that was another thing when they asked like why did you make out with Schwartz she's like because I've always wanted to yeah. like I look up to these people I'm not just like their cast member I'm like a fan a fan right if I could hook up with both Matt Damon and Ben Affleck you better believe I would you better believe I'd kiss him both I would I was trying to think what mine was and I was like Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> And Jason Alexander. <laughs> I was trying to think of like a TV show that I idolized. I don't know. She's like actually Jerry Ooh. and Elaine. I- Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everybody, (laughs) bye. Happy Pride. Happy Pride, everyone. Happy Pride. 
god. That's another thing that's been pissing me off about this whole scandal <laughs> is this man has so much wrong with him and the entire internet is just he's gay, isn't he? He's gay. All of this is a front because he's gay. Look at those nails. Gay. Sequin pants. Gay. He can't control his dick. No, he's not gay. Facts. He's not gay. I'm like, is everyone who's evil gay, you guys? Like, I assure you there are people who are straight and still being evil. Disney has been gay coding its villains for literally a century. So we're all gay coding with like chubs. And like ethnic coding. Ethnic gay chubby, chubby dick coding. No, they don't have chubby villains in Disney. Wait, what? Not chubby villains, chubby dicks. Half, the, half, half, half oh, hearts. Half, half, the illustrations. Oh, of the priest and the Little Mermaid. Okay. That was yeah, I feel like cut. there's always like a, a, a little dick coming up yeah. waiting to pop out. <laughs> <laughs> I found it highly satisfying when Ariana called her a dementor. And I was like, where is she going with this? And then mm-hmm. she went, I know you like Harry Potter. And Raquel was like, yeah, I fucking do. Yeah, I fucking do. Yeah, the face for Kelby. I heard, misheard it the first time. I thought Ariana said, I know you don't like Harry Potter or something like being like, oh, like, I know that we're always having these conversations about Harry Potter and like, you never get it. You thought she like, was like, just one more lick for Raquel. I'm going to bring up the book she hates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good one, Ari. I loved that. I guess Ariana was like calling her like a turf in that being like, I know you. I know you like Harry Potter. I think you're giving these people way too much credit. Brainwave wise. This is my art history brain trying to read more into (laughs) meaning. Yeah. Yeah. The pictures you're seeing. The art. I think she was making fun of her for liking a kid. I know you like Harry Potter. I loved that. She's like, yeah, I I fucking do. The middle school bully voice on top of it just like made it. I was just like, this is so fucking mean. But like, she's been wronged. This is like the one you're allowed to use middle school bully voice. On someone who cheated on you or someone who fucked your boyfriend. Right. I had to keep reminding myself. I'm like, this is the first time she's seeing her. Like, this was really bad. Yeah. Uh, Like, because I do. I love Ariana. Like, so, so much. She's got comedic timing. She's funny, girl. How about Sandoval being sad that his friends were posting memes about what a dick he is instead of checking on him? What's to check on? What's to check on? You did it. He is. Why would anybody check on you? Yeah. He's also, he's so weird because Jax and Brittany had Schwartz on their podcast recently. I only know this because I saw clips on TikTok, but um, apparently he texted Brittany for the first time since like 2020. Uh, and he was like, hey, Britt, I'm playing in Louisville. So like, let me know if like you or your friends or your family want to come to the show. I'll comp you tickets or whatever. And she's like, what? Like, why would I ever do that? And why is that the first thing that you would ever like write to me? Like, and like, seriously, like how tone deaf are you? Yeah, that's really strange. (laughs) They both like both Sandoval and Raquel have no understand. Like they're both so different. They're both two sides of the same like non-empathy coin, but they also both completely don't understand how they are coming across. And it's so funny because they're lying about such, they're just, they're so intent on lying about the timeline. And it's like, if you guys are going to lie, you should be lying about way more than just Mm -hmm. that. You know what I mean? What else should they be lying about? All they should be lying about is how madly in love with each other they both are. That is the only thing that would make sense in terms of PR for this, which is to be like, I could run, I could hide, but I could not escape this love. Yeah. Yeah. But Ariana even shut that down. Yeah, but for the ex to be like, what a joke. It's like, she has to say that. And for her to be like, I am not humiliated. I am not humiliated. It's like, well, it's humiliating. No, no, no. 
I'm talking about when she broke down. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she was like, like, stop. Abort this. It's disgusting. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, she was like, she was like begging them. And and I don't think that they're good enough actors to like push through that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. The lightning bolt necklace. It was six hundred dollars. Seven. Yeah, everyone thought that they bought them together, and it's like, mm. no, you bought it separately. Did she buy it after he had already owned one? And she said it's because it was significant to who he became in my life. So, like, Raquel is—I think Raquel is trying to put the love storyline across, yeah. and he is not on the same page whatsoever. But see, I think that she actually did love him. Yeah. Yeah. That's why she decided to tell everything because she was in love. She actually did justify all of her behavior with this is the greatest Sagittarian fire love. But I think she is in love. Yeah. And I have to follow the passion. That's what she says on the stage too. That's when Andy says you're in love. And she said, I'm in love. I think when she realized that actually Tom's not and hasn't been. Has never been. Is when she's like, I got I, I, I'm telling the truth. I have to tell the truth. This is so embarrassing now for everybody. Literally mm-hmm. just wanted just wanted to get his dick wet that was it Mm -hmm. she really thought she was protecting their love and then when she realized you don't love me and now this is like really bad and this isn't gonna work i think he hurt her in that moment he loved her love yes the admiration yes like he loved somebody being that obsessed with him of course and schwartz has been saying that this entire time he says raquel is tom's heroine that's why guys like girls in their 20s but it's not her it's what she's giving to him it's what she's giving to him yeah that's why no one likes me. No, I'm just <laughs> Can I tell you something so funny? Please. Yeah. I found my like old diary. Oh, fun. From college. And it's got all of these like things that like I want to do in life. And like one of them is stand up, you know, and one of them is like learn Italian. And then one of them is get a boyfriend or stop caring about men altogether. Wow. And I read this to my boyfriend and he goes, wow, look at you. You did both. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, Ben. That's good. That's really good. It's a good joke, Ben. It's a good joke, Ben. Yeah, good one. Yeah. But I was like, how nice to have a boyfriend who like gets it. It's hilarious. Really, really good one. Isn't it annoying when the person that you're with writes a really good joke and you're like, I'm going to have to use it. (laughs) And then you're like, is it okay to use this? I use it. I use jokes that my husband sometimes, yeah, sometimes he helps me punch it up a little. Of course. Ben's a comic though. So we literally do use each other's jokes sometimes. Oh, he is a comic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Randy and I wrote all each other. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, did I just hear you telling my Milan joke? And he's like, I did. And I'm like, okay, I will not tell that joke. (laughs) (laughs) When I was with James, who was not a comic, he helped with my joke writing so much because part of why I was with him because he was so funny, but he's not like a comic. So he would have great punchlines where they would never cause any sort of drama. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, sometimes Randy and I would find ourselves being like, I said it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, did you just get that same joke from our conversation? Yeah, 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I've yes. had, yeah. And, or it'll be like, it'll be like, you're using my cadence. Mm. The, the poor people around us, really. Randy would be like, you sound like me. And I'd be like, you sound like me. <laughs> Speaking of middle school diaries, even though yours was in college, and even though this Raquel thing is from elementary school and has nothing to do with the diary, but thematically, let's make it work. They talk about how, why she calls herself Raquel. Yeah. I was so happy that they touched on this. Yeah. So Andy asks her, why did you change your name from Rachel? She says, I did it in first grade because I wanted to feel special 
or no she someone says raquel said i did it because there were two other rachels in my class yeah and like she was saying she wanted to differentiate and ariana said you wanted to feel special i liked that uh yeah at eight that's actually really cool to pick raquel it made me like her more also People are allowed to want to feel special. I just understand in this context, she's like, first you change your name to feel special, then you fucked my boyfriend to feel special. Yeah, that was too that was too uh, too good to pass up. I don't blame yeah. her for saying. Yeah, that. there were a lot of Sarahs for me growing up, and I just had them call me Miss President. So <laughs> no, you didn't. But it didn't stick. It didn't stick. <laughs> <laughs> So then she's like, my friends call me Raquel. And Ariana's like, you don't have more any more of those. So it's Rachel. Right. Now. Wait, that bothered me, though, because I just want to say, like, please tell me you guys have other friends that are not on this fake friend cast. They must. They do. That's why when everyone was calling Raquel Ariana's best friend, I was like, Ariana's best friends are Logan and Brad. Right. Like, like when they're saying it, they're saying it like in the context of the casting of the show. Like, that's what the show was trying to. And they might have been close. But if anything, she was Ariana's protege. And actually, she carbon copied and plus the board tenfold. <laughs> she did her job. Yeah. Yeah. But also, if you watch a lot of stuff in the Bravoverse, you can tell that some of these people don't have real friends. And you can tell that some Or don't have people... other friends, you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you could always tell that LVP when she was on Beverly Hills, probably had a robust social life because she didn't really take the drama of the show that seriously. She had a lot of fun with it in a little bit of a psychotic way. But then other people like, like there, there are just other people who get so wrapped up in the world of the show that you're like, Oh, she has no girlfriends to give her a reality check and be like, girl, don't worry. Like we're your real, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's possible that Raquel is one. And a lot of the reality people, They'll have a friend that like is like a hanger on because of who they are. And so it's like, is that even a real friend? Yes. A makeup artist, someone on the payroll. But then, so Lala, they got into a little bit of not the same debate we were having last week about name changes, but a similar strain of debate. Raquel is like, it's just like you, Lala, changing your name from Lauren to Lala. Which it is. Which it is. And Lala's like, it's a nickname, you moron. So is Raquel, though. But I think... I think it's valid. Raquel's not a nickname. It is a totally different, like, phenotype. Yeah, well, but, like, but like in the context of, like, children, classmates, this is what you'll call me now. Like, that's still a nickname, you know? Well, like, I think the real thing is, like, Lala, even if it's a nickname, it's also to make you feel more special than Lauren. Lauren right. is the most plain Jane, boring name for girls our age. Like, I thought Lala went... Lala came from her brother not being able to say Lauren. That's a convenient. Okay, in my head, when I was growing up and other people had nicknames and stuff, I would always be like, oh, that's so fucking cool. Because their nicknames actually came from people calling them that nickname. But (laughs) then it's somebody like fucking Sandoval who decides that his nickname is Sandy when no one has ever called him that. Like, there is a bit of a difference. You're like, that's a little weird. It needs to be bestowed on you yeah. yeah my nickname growing up was rara and it does continue to this day because luke couldn't say the s that's really cute i like it and it works yeah rara. it's very like leonine i like it but yeah i just think i think lala yelling at her for changing her name another thing where i was just like lala shut up like shut up you're not in this conversation and like you also like yes lala may be her childhood nickname but it also is much cooler sounding than Lauren and it's more brandable. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah, like you're both totally. you're both kind of doing the same thing. It has different origin stories, but it's 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 the same goal, right? Again though, Virgo Virgo, the mirror has two faces. And in this case the mirror has like five faces. This is the most Virgo reality TV cast I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm always like wondering with Raquel and Lala 
or specifically Lala to Raquel, has always hated Raquel, has always seen her for who she is. Is that because they are so similar? Yes. They are the same bitch. Except that Lala is just more confident mm-hmm. and older. I mean, that's what even on the stage. Okay, I don't I, I couldn't did I hear this correctly? I feel like there was a point where Lala was like getting up and getting into Raquel's like sort of like face or whatever. And she was like, Yeah, I'm a snake too, but I actually slither. Did I invent that? Was I high? Was that on the extended version that I didn't see yet? I don't know. He was getting up and being like, look at me. And it was like, what are we doing? What are we trying to prove here? And she's more outwardly mean than Raquel. Like, she is just a meanie, you know? She loves that she was right. I, I Yeah, no, I would love that I was right, too. And I think the reason that she does get involved in these conversations is because she's involved in the threads. Whenever somebody says, like, Rachel, somebody goes, what about Lala? What about Jax? Oh. You know, Jax would have said it, too. Yeah, and it's true. It's a good point. It's like, what if what if O.J. Simpson was right about Oscar Pistorius? Like, we wouldn't give him a trophy, you know? They both did the same fucking thing. And also, we wouldn't be like, his name's Orenthal James. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you think you're cool, O.J.? What are you, orange juice? O.J., did anyone actually call you the juice growing up, or did you invent it? Did you make it up? Yeah. Hey, Orenthal James. <laughs> They are the same person. Like, Lala is a meaner version of Raquel. It's just, she's like a more outwardly mean version of her. But they are both doing this. But at the same time, she has more friends. Aquarius versus Sag. So she can't be that mean, right? If, like, she's keeping people in her life. There's just so many people that I used to work with, like, in that are in fashion and entertainment that are like that. Like, I think Lala knows whose asses to kiss to further her career and her son shines brightly on those people yeah bj's for pj's it tells you she also you did say that she said you were a no name and then i met you and i hated you no name so are you lala it's like that sketch in uh you know i think you should leave when they're like oh sorry we're late our nanny hit somebody with a car and they're like is the person okay and they're like uh they're not like a real person they just like don't matter that's exactly what this was that's what Lala thinks of Raquel that's what I mean like she and she sees Raquel as being beneath her so she treats her like dirt under her shoe and fucks her boyfriend well it also was interesting too to me because it was like when she's saying like you're a no name it gives us such an insight right into like who Lala thinks she is and what this show means and what's a no name a nickname last night it was really interesting to watch the whole room singing uh the theme song with Lala as like the fixture head and then watching Jax watch that he looked so let down by the fact that like this girl that he said would never be anything on the show is now such a central part of it hilarious let's not let Jax pick the bets for the game bad bet Jax bad bet Jax men don't have good radar on what people actually like and want to watch as we can tell from Sandoval's absurd attempts at damage control and it's like it's a show for girls like guys aren't boys are not watching this show really so like the right I mean I don't think a lot of men are watching it there were a good amount of boys at the party what better place on earth than to pick people up though i don't think they were there to pick up girls that's what i would do if i was a guy trying to pick up girls i would go to the vanderpump watch parties yeah i guess i just assume that everything i'm into is really for girls gays and theys except yellowstone which i only got into because there was not enough real housewives airing at the time (laughs) so the thing with stuff that is for let's just call them our group yeah uh the cool people There's a scientific 
thing, or I don't even know if it's scientific, but there's a history of people leaving, whether it's a job or um, a type of fashion or whatever, like men will leave that if women start joining that space. So like the name Lindsay used to be really popular for men. But then the second that women started being named Lindsay, men were like, well, we don't want to be associated with women or whatever. And like men invented ballet. Louis XIV invented ballet. He also invented high heels. The second women started adopting it, we're out, you know? And it works for pay as well. The second that men started becoming school principals and school mm-hmm. administrators, those became six-figure jobs. Mm-hmm. The second women started going to college more than men, we don't need college anymore. Yes. It's not important. That's my platform. We don't need college anymore. But yeah, men do enjoy reality TV a lot. They don't enjoy being associated with women. And they might actually enjoy wearing heels. Oh, 100%. They'll watch reality TV from the corner of the room and they'll go, what is this? And they'll have their arms crossed the whole time. And then they'll eventually sit down and then like they do like it. They just don't. They don't want to say that they watch on purpose. They don't mind if it's on. Mm -hmm. They think they're not supposed to. But hashtag real men watch Bravo. Yeah. Okay, we're almost done with this episode. And then I'm going out to dinner. Fondles. Yay. Okay, so I think you were comparing you were comparing Raquel and Sandoval. They're unique but similar inability to like in Sandoval's case, I don't know, like read the room and his like lack of care and just stupidity in terms of like every step of the way of how he was like doing all of this and then with Raquel you were talking about how like how do you not think of Ariana like how do you not know that people are going to hate you for this what's interesting to me is this is a Chiron story Sandoval's moon is conjunct Chiron so on the inside there is a wound that also when not healed can make him extremely damaging and Chiron is your deepest wound it's your like prime from a past life like it's something that like you could look in this life and go oh that probably was where it started but it's not. It's something that it was, it's such a deep wound that it feels like it can never be healed. And yet, because it haunts you, most of the time you have to end up addressing it and therefore it becomes your superpower and it becomes the way that you heal others and it becomes the thing that, that you know, and it, it makes literally like the, the mess is the material kind of vibe. So his wound is on his moon. So on an emotional level, he is unwell and her Chiron is exactly conjunct her son so we are seeing her going, what is wrong with her? So he's not projecting Chiron. He is emotionally Chiron. She is appearing like Chiron with her identity. And the healing available for both of them is that for her, there's a healing available in terms of her actually recognizing that, like what she was saying, I was like thinking when she was in the dressing room with him and she was going, the person that I'm seeing that I've become is like so gross. And like, I just feel like I I thought that was authentic, where she was like, I just hate who I've become. Like, this is really bad. There's an opportunity for her to actually take that deep, like woundedness that we all can see. And that she's now, it's all being projected onto her. Like, you fucking asshole, fuck the chainsaw or whatever. She's greater. (laughs) She's greater. So there's emotional healing available for him in the area of like, what's actually going on within me that has me continuing to like, hurt myself and others and my partners in this way. And for her, there's an opportunity for healing where there's like, what can I do to actually stop like hurting myself through hurting others or, or whatever, or just, you know, it's now I'm losing my train of thought, but like, does that make sense? It's like, like she's, she's appearing Chiron. Yes. He's, he is Chironic. 
deep within in his emotional state. And what sign is each of their Chiron in? The two signs ruled by Mercury. Her Chiron is conjunct her son in Virgo. His Chiron is conjunct his moon in Gemini. So what we're seeing here too is that the big issue is like all about getting the stories straight. And it's like, hey, you guys, the truth is the only story. And until you get that, you're going to be wounding yourself and others. Yeah. And it's crazy that his Chiron's in Gemini because it's like he has problems with partnership. Like he cannot have one partner. Yep. He needs to be spreading it around. Like, right. But if he could actually just be honest about that, he should just be poly. But he also can't be single. He can't be single either. He doesn't want to be poly either because he gets a rush from cheating the lies. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a real wounded Gemini Chiron. Gemini Ron. Gemini Ron. He needs a rock and roll groupie girlfriend. But what Raquel could have been that. She likes him too. But much. Also, most people don't want to have a one sided poly relationship. <laughs> right. Masochist. Masochist. Some people do. Through history, people have. Some people do. And it's usually because of a power imbalance. But I think if you said, hey, Raquel, would you rather both of you can fuck people? None of you can fuck people or just he gets to fuck people. Who would choose that last one? Someone who has a really rich husband. I mean, I actually know someone, but put a pin in it. I don't want to lose time, but I'll tell you afterwards. No, I mean, no, I do know that there are some people, but I think. Because some people get off on this, on the like humiliation aspect. Mm, cuck. Yes. Sure. Cuck sure. Little cucky boys. And cucky girls. And cucky girls. Um, And some people just just aren't interested in stepping out because they're like don't have the energy it takes a lot of effort yeah and they want their partner to be fulfilled i just i don't know so what do you think do you think that if he and raquel get together like let's say somehow he decides all right fine she's gonna be my we're gonna try this take three let's go with the third wave of girl that i left my girlfriend for and let's see if it works this time and they get together and he's like cheating on her. Do you think she would care if he cheats on her? Yeah. I think she would just become Ariana 3.0. That's why she's shocked. That's why she's shocked. Yeah. And I kind of want to backtrack. I shouldn't have said who would want that. I just know she wouldn't. I think she would be. I feel like she might be like whatever. I mean, she wanted to be a thruple. She did want to be a thruple. Yeah, she wanted to be a thruple. And I think if he's. Like so much of what I, I think part of what we what I see as her not having empathy is a literal inability to see beyond what's happening right in front of her face at any given moment. And like, I think if he if he was out doing his own thing, if they get together and he just goes out and fucks whoever, but he comes home and is really nice to her and really devoted to her when he's home, I feel like she might be OK with that. But why would he be really nice to her when he gets home if he's getting his flowers on the road and he's getting everything he needs for his like ego tank? He's always wanted both the the person at home and I'm saying he's but he he's wanted both. But he he wants that person there for comfort. Yeah. But he's not going to necessarily be like so nice to that. I don't know. Like he wasn't so nice to Ariana. Wasn't there that story that like he fucked Raquel and then like couldn't get in really late, but she was asleep. So her phone, she didn't hear her phone ringing. And then he was like screaming at her like, how could you not let me add? And it's like, we were just fucking someone. So, but his story is that the love was gone from his and Ariana's relationship, but she doesn't agree with that. Like, I think to her, she's kind of like, wait, what? This is news to me. Like, I think a lot of people also, another thing that I've looked into is like, like on message boards and stuff like that is like point of view of 
people who cheat on people. Why do you do it? How do you live with yourself? A lot of people say after they cheat, they feel more in love with their partner because they've gotten something out of their system, especially if it's a long, and I would never say that in front of anyone that I'm with, because I don't want them to get that idea, but it's like, go, go ahead, babe and love me more. Yeah. But like, it's, it's like a, like a sowing your wild oats thing. And then coming back and being like, ah, you know, or like finding out like, oh my God, like I didn't know what I had. And like, now I really do. Yes, that happens. I would be the worst cheater in the world because I love to tell (laughs) people I'm dating everything. Oh, yeah, same. I can't stop telling people my baby name. My husband literally had to be like, can you stop? Can we please like unveil this when she's born? And I'm like, yeah, it's so hard. And he's like, it's really not. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, you remember our favorite thing from the finale episode when and Remy, I don't know if you caught this, but when um, 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 Raquel and Tom are having their completely sexless reunion at her weird little studio apartment. And he, she's like, you know, I'm just mm. getting a little nervous that um, what you did to her, if we stay together is something you could do, you to, could me. do to me. And what he says ver- verbatim yeah. is no, 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 of course. Huh? Like literally he's, he says it, he says it out loud, of course. And then he's like, I would only, do it if it really meant something to me and it's like he's telling her the truth he's telling her but she's yeah and she's hearing what she wants to hear which is okay yeah she's hearing you mean something to me and and he thinks that he's saying he thinks he's being reassuring but also he's literally saying yeah of course and as a yeah as a viewer you're just like he's telling her he's gonna cheat on her so he did something similar at the end of this episode his final statement that he said he he refers to ariana as someone i never loved more in my entire life yes 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 someone i never loved more in my entire life she was always more into it than me what do you think he was trying to say and what do you think he actually revealed i think he was trying to say i've never loved anyone more than her in my entire life right and what he was revealing was she loved me a lot and that really got us far right. <laughs> and I didn't love her more than she loved me. Right. I didn't really love her more than anyone else I've loved. Oh, I just picked up that. I was like, he's saying that in front of Raquel again, Yes, he's beating this woman into the ground. That too, that too. He's And like, even if he, even if he got the words out that he thought he was getting out and didn't have this Freudian, this Freudian slip. Still mean. Yeah. It would still be mean to yeah. Raquel, but now it's mean to both of them. Someone I never loved more in my entire mm-hmm. life. Ariana, you are someone I never loved more. So like, yeah, this is the most I've ever respected you. And I openly don't want to be with you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's scum. He says it. Yeah. This was the thing, this is the thing where my mom also is like female dating strategy G because she is also like, you know, Maya Angelou, someone tells you who they are, believe them. Men will always tell you how important you actually are to them. You don't need to read between the lines. They will, if a guy likes you, he will bash you over the head with it and you will know it. And if he doesn't give a damn, he's not sending mixed signals. He doesn't fucking like you. Yeah. Guys are not doing like game. They're not. Yeah. There is no game. It's my dick's a little hard. Let me see if I can make it happen. <laughs> they call you when they're thinking about you. If they're not calling you, they're not thinking about you. Exactly. Yeah. Never text a boy first. That's been such a hard lesson to learn because I, as a creep, I love to think like <laughs> they're so in love with me that they're afraid to call me. Never happened. Never happened once. Never. Yeah. Never. Oh, yeah. No, they're not women. 
I want someone to be just so obsessed that they can't possibly reach out. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Don't like my story. Yes. I want somebody who flirts with me just by like looking at my profile. <laughs> right. Exactly. Not real. Not real life. Or someone who's not looking at my profile because they want to let me know that they're not looking. It's like, Sarah. Ooh, because they're so scared that they that you would notice. They're so in love that I would know. Yeah. They're trying to conceal their yeah. obsession. I used to think <laughs> I used to think that with Ben when we first started hooking up. I was like, oh, he's not reading. He's not reaching out because he's he's playing it cool. It's like, no, he's not. He was. I mean, he's like, she's fine. Oh, you're not interested. It's like, no, he's not. <laughs> And now, again, yeah, Molly, I don't text him first ever. Ever. I'm married. I don't text my husband first. We don't talk until 2 p.m. Good. If that's when he wakes up, you know, like. (laughs) 100%. No, I'm reformed. I'm reformed. I'm a reformed breacher outer. You can sleep with a man on the first date. Mm -hmm. And as long as you don't text him first, he will still think he's in charge and he's doing the chase. Mm -hmm. That's it. Fuck yeah. That's it. Say it like Ramona Singer. That's it. That's it. I feel like James Kennedy gets a lot of credit for being like the funny guy in the show. But then I'm, sometimes I'm like, you know, you had weeks to think about like the insults that you would hurl at the, these people. And like, I couldn't believe when they were like, where do where does Tom live or something? He's like, he lives in the poopy house. He lives in the smelly poopy house. And it's like, was he, is what the smelly poopy house about? Like, is that, is what's up with that? Like, what, like, was that off the cuff? Was that like, I know I'll say that they're from the portal party, but he didn't even say that. Is that the smelly poopy house? What's that even mean? He's terrifying. He's not a nice man. Yeah. He's a big meanie. I don't like him. He's entertaining as hell. But like him and Lala both, they laid it on too thick. They actually are kind of a good couple. Yeah. Top man, he's a bad man. And also, like, when Allie was watching in the trailer with Sheena and Brock or whatever, like, uh, they did that whole montage of like, do you want to confess to anybody else you cheated on Raquel with or whatever? And like, we're watching that montage and Allie's like, what was that? What do you mean? What was that? That was a montage of everyone that your man was accused of cheating on his ex with. Have you guys not discussed this? It's ridiculous. It should have just been Andy and them or Andy and Lisa. Like the people who have been involved in cheating should have just gotten off the fucking stage. Yes, I agree. Katie can stay as the as the moral moral high ground. Yeah. Lisa can stay. Andy can stay. The most painful moment of the episode, I take it back. It was not when Tom waited um, an entire three minutes to say, yes, I love Raquel. (laughs) No, it was. Yeah. Yes. I was like, did my Wi-Fi freeze? Like, what is taking so long? Just say it. No, it was when they were like, have you had sex with anybody else since you started sleeping with Raquel? And Ariana was like, yeah, me. And he was like, oh, yeah, real sexy with your shirt on. It's like, yo, fuck, go fuck yourself. Somebody should have punched him in the face right there. Go fuck yourself. That was the only time where I was like, you are disgusting. You fucking asshole. We didn't even talk about it. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. I've fucked with shirts on. I've fucked with shoes on. I've fucked with full outfits on. I've just moved over my underwear sometimes. What the fuck are you talking about? Yes, sometimes it's hot. Sometimes you're cold. You fucking bitch. Sometimes it's just like, let's do it ASAP. You know, it's take your shirt off then, you fucking idiot. It didn't come off because it was in like the heat of the moment or something. Like you could have taken the shirt off or, but also this is a woman who has body issues. Yeah, exactly. She has been told by another ex that her vagina is disgusting. What? And what? like, yeah, a few seasons ago, this is why I had her on How Come. 
she opened up about having extreme body dysmorphia and also being wildly shamed by an ex that she had a disgusting vagina (gasps) and like wait that's like that yeah wow really understanding that and then thinking about tom's comment does that nullify the sex right it doesn't really count because she had her shirt on did you not get to nut because her shirt was on you fucking psycho oh you weren't inside of her no she had her shirt on <laughs> like what are you talking about no, seriously and then for him like how dare you not only say that just to be mean just to be mean literally just to be mean and then at the end, <laughs> good thing he flubbed it because he didn't mean what he was pretending to try to say yeah i've never loved anyone more than you it's like no you just five minutes ago took a dig at the sex that we had while I was cheating on you to make you feel worse, to act like, I love anyone. It's like, okay, well, if that's true, if that's true, Tom, then you are a loveless psychopath. Yeah. And a porn addict. And a porn addict. What do you care? You know her boobs are there. He's just being mean. He's just being mean to be mean. And it's like, so then don't cry five minutes later. And I love you more than anything. It's like, no, you don't. Yeah, you don't. Don't, don't fucking waste our time, please. I did think for a second that his tears could have been real, but I don't think that they were for like hit remorse. I think he was just thinking about like, yep. Oh my God. Like we did have this really long relationship and she did really like me. And like, I threw something that like seems kind of good away. It was, Oh no, everyone hates me now. That's what it was. Yeah. I mean, you can play a few chords and I will well up like a few. (laughs) Like, I just think you it's there's there's, the whole thing is an overwhelming emotional and this is coming to the end of the of the reunion. It's like, I just think this this whole thing, I I could see it making somebody emotional. It's it's just so much. And he's a he is a trained actor. He wanted to be an actor. He's got the chops. He's like Lily Rose. You're not a good enough actor to pretend that you love Raquel here. You fucking suck. Yeah, he sucks. That's why he's on a reality show. How do you know whether you're a sociopath or just like a really good actor? Your career. And whether you're a Gemini or not. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a few there's a few things. There's a few yeah. things. We'll get to yeah. it next episode. Well, Patreon only we'll get we'll give you the ins and outs of what we're making up about that answer. But yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> Raquel's final sit down. I like on the same Oh vein, yeah, Raquel's final sit down. Yeah, must discuss. Yeah. On the same vein of Sandoval's Freudian slips, she also like she she also has a few Freudian slips. She's like, I think that I've been lying and being deceitful. Uh, I'm still finding myself having to lie about specific timeline things. And then she goes on to still lie about it and get caught in a lie. So I just thought that, that was, was why was she? Yeah, but she was lying. And then yes, yeah, she like accidentally announced at the jump. I'm still finding myself having to lie about specifics. So, but I am going to tell you something. So is this the most honest she's been then? If she's like, hey, I'm going through a lying phase right now. Whoopsie. (laughs) There was one. Uh, Here's another one. Literally, yes. Listen, listen, listen. Just just get to know my face. And the guy's like, okay, okay. It looks like you're lying. She's like, you're right. I am. Going to keep lying, but it's because it's it's what I'm doing. (laughs) Got me again. (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever been to St. Louis? Have not. Okay. Well, here comes another one. And then they're like, photo of Raquel in front of a fucking cheese hat. You know, like the most St. Louis photo you could find. Yeah, what the fuck? What an idiot. What a fucking idiot. And then he's like, I can tell by your ominous grin that you might be lying. I know, yeah. her weird ass smile. I think I might go back and watch from Mexico now that we know that the affair did. Yeah. Mar- but wait, did you guys not already know that they were fucking in Mexico? Well, I thought they maybe did it once and never again or whatever. But not that that makes it okay. Oh. But you know what I mean. 
I had heard from Sheena's dress designers uh, were on a podcast a while ago, and they were like, we saw Tom and Raquel kiss at the wedding, but we just assumed that was the other Tom and that like we were getting something wrong or whatever. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. None of that's why last night I was like, none of this is a twist. It's just a confirmation of things that we knew from the internet. The twist, though, was the end. The betrayal. Her finally betraying Tom. Love that, actually. Her betrayal of Tom was the twist. That's the yeah. twist, and it actually was... I liked it for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of Shakespearean. Shakespearean. They overhyped it too much, though, because it was like she has betrayed literally everyone like she's lying to everyone she's deceiving everyone it's like oh so she finally turns on this idiot that is not even claiming her it was like okay finally she found a second brain cell but also good i'm glad if you're gonna turn on anyone turn on him yeah you know like don't just go quietly into the night and disappear forever and let him keep going with this fucking storyline and touring and all this shit fucking bury him too that is the difference between her and ariana in a way because like it seems like part of where he started to lose respect for ariana was that he could get away with things and she was protecting him at all costs whereas in this case raquel got wise not fast but faster and said you know what actually i'm not going to protect him and that is cool to me she's going to get a hulu documentary in five years about how she was wronged and everyone's going to be like, what was the media doing when they did this? And we're all going to have to pretend we weren't doing it. <laughs> and I agree. I'm not doing it. Mm. <laughs> I'll come. I'll be a commentator. Hire us. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do it, too. We're no, in- I, I. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I will watch that doc. And I've, I've been mostly blaming him the whole time because he's the one with the pattern. He's the one with the pattern and the relationship. And she, I genuinely don't understand. Yeah. Like, I just think she thought it was love. After seeing that, I'm like, oh, she thought that this was. And I think per your theory, Remy, I think she really, she felt things. She's never felt you are. And I think that he was like, okay, okay, okay. It's going to be okay. Here's how we're going to do it. And then she found herself way in too deep in a really fucked up situation that she had no quote unquote no choice but to like follow the love and the passion and trust this man that she's fallen in love with and then I think yeah I think on the stage when he said I love too she was like wait what okay fuck yeah yes she was she is a little like Disney princess girl she just really I feel I do feel bad for her I do I think she just thought like I think she got I do think she got caught up in how exciting it was to actually be especially if if her entire relationship with James was a sham it's like yeah maybe she's like never actually had like a real relationship of any kind she seems incredibly sheltered also I think what we've got on our hands is a dead shock exactly (laughs) I have to go because I have to change out of the schmata into something a little more uh, appropriate for dinner. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Remy, so much for joining us again and regaling us. We need you for more Bravo stuff whenever you need to talk about it. Anytime, anytime. Open invite. What's your next show that you guys are watching? We're going to do a Melissa versus Teresa chart comparison next week. Oh, no. I can't even get on board. I mean, I know. Good luck, everyone. I need to like roofie myself before I even start thinking about doing that. But like, it's well, actually, Molly, you were saying earlier, you're like, Annie did a bad job. They were all screwing up each other. When I watched the reunion from 
Real Housewives of New Jersey, I've never seen anything that was screaming. Over. He had no. He almost, he almost walked off. All the shows are becoming like that, and it's really bad. Like I'm, I'm doing a rewatch of New York season three right now, and it mm-hmm. is so. They are such a model of restraint because the way that they let Kelly Ben Simone hang herself with her own rope, they literally sit there and just let her talk and talk and talk, and she is saying the craziest shit you've ever heard in your life and the all of them are sitting there making faces like and like that's all you have to do it but the screaming over each other it's bad television it's bad radio it's bad everything it is hard to watch yeah yeah like new jersey they are like all on steroids or something it's really gotten to be too much and you know what Mm -hmm. i'm from new jersey so it takes a lot for me to say that same we are not that girl anymore the sopranos has left the air jersey shore has left the air there's really society has kind of progressed past the need for real housewives of new jersey it's not really referencing anything what it's just what are we doing no no other state has it (laughs) we're literally just doing bad pr for the an already hated state yeah so anyway look forward to that next week okay and (laughs) final thoughts final thoughts Rewatch the first episode of Vanderpump Rules ever. Yeah. When Sheena and Brandy are talking because Sheena explains her affair in like a very similar way that I think Raquel would explain the goings on with Tom. And, you know, they have the same mood. All of these people is the meme of Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man. It's like the, the whole. Yeah, they that's really what have the like show two is. Literally, that is what this whole thing is. Like, it, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what Lisa said in the first episode ever, Villa Blanc is where you take your wife. Sir is where you take your mistress. If you're on this show, you either have a mistress or you are a mistress. Wow. Unless you're Katie. <laughs> <laughs> but you're dating a guy who has mistre- who makes out with everyone. Well, and I felt like this episode, we could, we could see his Libra. He kept trying to like lighten things up and like make a little joke here and there. And it's like, shut the fuck up, Libra. But um, also, I feel like what, that clip where they were like showing Lala back, like what you, like the good editing, like when they were like, Raquel's like you are calling yourself a mistress and she's like no I was saying that I was called a mistress or something like that it was like which is true she was right in that moment like I do believe that Randall lied to her I do believe Eddie Sibrian lied to Sheena I do believe Tom Sandoval lied to I know but sometimes it takes a certain level of disconnect to be able to believe the person and also a certain level of love love is blind love is death (laughs) they don't hear it they don't care right love can't sniff love can't touch love doesn't even have a sense of smell half the time love is dumb love stinks love stinks yeah yeah join the patreon (laughs) listen to remy's everything we definitely gonna listen to ariana on remy's podcast like literally right now so cannot wait and oh you guys the patreon of it is like tea like even though it's cold tea it's still piping tea it's crazy no i'm gonna link to everything we've got to get that good hot tea yeah okay on that note i'm i mean can you give us a hint of what the tea is right yeah yeah yeah. i am hanging up sarah get get a hint of what the tea is patreon.com slash space trash podcast join it let me get my phone so i can just even read it because i haven't even re-listened to it but i was uh somebody else re-listened to that episode recently because there's like a lot of buzz that like Tom is stinky. Like that came out. Oh yeah, that maybe that's why he lives in the stinky poopy house. Maybe that's why he lives in the stinky poopy house. She's like DM me and she's like, oh, like 
I'm just re-listening to your episode with Ariana and she references Tom being stinky like twice. Like she said he was sick and he's so stinky or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, is that episode like where people started calling this man stinky? Oh my God. I I would love that. I would love for you to be the birthplace of stinky poop. Yeah. The source. The source of the stink. Consider the source. That's huge. Yeah. So I looked at the Patreon just to be like. Oh, like, do we have one? Because I know that, like, there's usually a lot of stuff I edit out and throw up there. Totally. Let me read you this description. Yes. I haven't heard it. I haven't listened to it even since I posted it. But the description makes me be like, <gasps> I I need to hear that. What's the time? It's right after Jack's cheated on Faith and stuff. I mean, cheated with Faith. There's now, like, like this is really good for syndication for, like, like long-term business for the show because like now there's so much to look back on it like yeah everything becomes a clue all of a sudden it's like we're in memento i know we already know the ending but like must walk it back (laughs) yeah okay so it is season two episode two extras okay listen to the parts we couldn't say on the episode ariana discusses the beginning of her and tom's relationship the cheating scandal in quotes the night her dad died and how it brought her and tom together we discuss cheating more in depth, and Ariana reveals a secret about one of Jax's cheating scandals that any Vander fan would die to hear, but I don't want Bravo to sue me. Ariana reveals an embarrassing Twitter habit, and we discuss donating to charity on Facebook and in the comedy community. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard a more relevant, appropriately timed pitch for a, to join a, like, I don't even want to say, like, join Remedy's page trying to set up our, join Remedy yeah. first, and then George, <laughs> like. But, like, that is, like, that actually is, in retrospect, how fucking... In- and because at this point, she doesn't know she's being uh-uh. cheated on. No, no, no. That She wasn't at this point. Wow. As far as we all know. It seems like this guy is a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, this dude has real emotional issues, and he needs... I think he needs for his ego to always be lying about who- the other people that he's fucking... Yeah, he wants monogamy and a couple of lies. To refer back to the theory, it started pre-Rachella I believe I believe cross-reference that with the episode we'll see it's the only way it makes sense for the paying for the wedding yeah it's the only because re- he wanted that on record he wanted to say look I was so supportive of you guys he wanted it on record no he wanted to make her a star baby oh 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 I mean both and he's a good guy I'm such a good friend they're always such a good friend. okay yeah we're gonna have to check out Remy's Patreon and the Space Trash Patreon because we just we need some support because we are. Uh, it's it's actually the How Come Patreon. So it's just patreon.com slash how come. I mean, the How Come. Yeah. Yes, not the Remy's Patreon. That one's just my feet. LOL. Just kidding. It's the How Come Patreon. Mm-hmm. Dying to hear what her thoughts then on her part in cheating was. Like, mm, 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 mm. again, the tagline of the show is about cheating. To stay on the show, you have to be cheating or being cheated on. You know, like, right? Like wh- that, but even that though, it's like a little bit annoying. Then that that this is like so fucking shocking. It's like n- no, it's like I think it's part of the brand promise. Well, it's so fucking shocking because we thought everyone was done. We thought that the show had taught them and that it was an accountability thing. And then everybody was like, "Yeah, the show is getting a little boring," but like that makes sense. They're all starting families. They're getting like mature and stuff. Like, is that the worst thing? And then it was like, whoa, okay, this show is not canceled. Nobody has learned. I mean, not nobody. Well, what's insane is like Tom actually saved Ariana and saved the show. He saved all of their jobs with this. How did he save Ariana? Because she can't be with him anymore. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Unless he did something like this, she was never going to leave him. Exactly. Yeah. And she was also making the show worse because she was protecting him from the other times he was cheating, which is kind of in his writer. Agree. Okay. Any final thoughts? I loved last night. Every time Tom Schwartz would be like, this was the most humiliating thing for you. She goes, I'm not humiliated. They're humiliated. I know. I know. I love that. Right. No one's, no one's, none of them are humiliated. This is the show. I actually think Lala and James are a match for real. Our end game. Yes, I do too. No, I think they're going to like, I think he's going to raise ocean. I would love that. I think he needs, he needs to be fully sober as well. Yeah. I don't know. Some, something where I think he needs to be a little bit more of a, a not a man, because I don't want to say that, but like a little bit more of an adult. Right. Like he's going to need to become a little more serious in order for her to take him more seriously. But I think that is the, I just, I think they're a couple before they're a couple. Also, it's important to note that she's making it on her own now. So she doesn't necessarily need that other figure to bankroll her. And maybe she could teach James a little thing or two about starting brand partnerships or like a brand of his own. Like right now, all of his business is based on touring, I feel. Like she should get him on the merch wagon. Yeah. 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 Actually, I agree completely. And I think I don't think he would be a bad like if he stopped touring father figure. Yeah, and I think he would be fine being more kind of like a stay-at-home dad if she actually was, like, wanting to go have a bigger... Like, I could see her, like, hosting a talk show or something. Like, she has a daytime show, and he's home with the kid, and I think he's fine with that because he is kind of silly and fun, and he says stuff like poopy and stinks. I do like Allie, too, but I'm like... Well, but, like, I just feel like I like her, but it seems like everybody dating on this show, no matter what, is doing it to get on television. Yeah. Like, there's no way Allie met him and was like, you're on what? (laughs) Like... Like, she knows who he is and she knows what she's doing. It just seems like the bulk of this show, like, literally what you're saying, like, from the yeah. beginning. And even with Lisa, this is a show where mistresses come <laughs> to bro each other. It's like, all right, well, that's what it is. Like, okay. You know, so, like, and also, like, what what an interesting, like, choice for Lisa to make who's in what appears to be a really healthy long-term marriage. It's like, why are you so pro-mistresses? What's going on? Like, does Ken have a, are you making a, a restaurant for Ken's mm-hmm. mistress? You know, like clearly you're not, but like, I don't know. I just think think it's interesting when people cater to a group that they also claim not to be in. Like if she's saying, sir, is where you take your mistress and we're hiring only mistresses. (laughs) And yet she has this really healthy marriage. It's like rock solid marriage. I think it's like, is it just like she saw a niche? (laughs) Yeah. She's just doing the mistress niche. I don't know. Or she's like, she always talks about. It in terms of being like European. Oh, Don't yeah. Actually, that? that does that makes sense. Actually, yeah. But then it's like, okay, so then is your relationship like that? Like, does Ken have mistresses? Right. That's my that's my big question. Actually, yeah. Like, if you're okay with this culture, then you're okay with the culture, right? Is that the butt of the joke when she says, "Oh, I never have sex with Ken." Whoa. Is it because other people are having sex with Ken? And come to my restaurant afterwards. Oh, come with, come after you come with them. Come <laughs> to sir with your mistresses. At least give me a profit for your pussy. Like, I literally think that actually makes sense to me. I can't believe that Tom Sandoval <laughs> has a mistress again. 
And they were in the jac- they went in the jacuzzi. It's morose. It's morose. What? Are you lying? That, oh, wait, that scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, Maki. No, seriously, like, I actually think you just really, I think you, I think, like, you heard it here first, fanfic, we have no confirmation of this, we are not getting sued, but, yeah, it would only make sense if they're not having any sex at all for this to be a pro-mistress establishment, and actually, Lisa's grateful, get him off my hands. Uh, I don't want his little cocky cock. Like, that's where James learned cocky cock. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We have literally just cracked it. His old cocky cock. Now, this is Secrets Revealed, people. You're so fucking welcome. Hilarious. Mary, where can people find you online? You guys, please come find me. I live on the internet. Uh, <laughs> all the places that you want to find. I'm Remy Casimir. Uh, my podcast is How Come Podcast. My other podcast about body positivity is Diet Starts Tomorrow by Betches. Wow, that's an opportunity to have Ariana back, maybe. I would love to. We'll see. But she is booked and busy, that girl. I bet she is. But okay, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Remy, so much. We love you. And we love reality TV. And we um we love scandal. Thanks for the scandal of all, all of you involved. Bye. Thanks. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and your race. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.